Old snaps strong while teasing them Till the day that he stops, you're never safe from him So Wolf, listen here, kicking a mirror near It's not a radio show, it's a podcast So listen up before you become an outcast And you're always last with the bitch ass So download all the episodes fast as you can Before you become Raggedy Ann Tell ya, I'm just for you to hear, it's clear you have a problem? Do you need a solver? Tune in to If I Were You Because Jake and Amir are hashtag dope And they're even better than the Pope How oh, fuck, I actually said it, yeah Fucking say that, it's just a fact Think the gods, see the cheese And enjoy the show You know that is Skybuck <laughs> Justin Gonsalves, the guy Justin from the last episode. Justin Gonsalves. <laughs> back-to-back rat parodies. Wow. Back-to-back rap, tap, 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 go tapity tap, So you tap. see how hard it is to make raps. I was nailing it. <laughs> back-to-back rat-a-tat, I go tap, 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 tap. <laughs> pretty good right up until you rhymed uh, rat-a-tat <laughs> with... Tat tat at tat tat like you just kept on going with right. that. Uh I gotta I gotta wait, how did it start? Back to back back to back ratatat got a Judd Apatow appetite. Oh. Is that, I got is that what you said? No no no, this is just me making it up right oh. now. This is me this is how I write. Got it. Words that sound similar. So I got a back to back back to back ratatat, got a apatow appetite, and it ate tight. Uh and I got an appetite for apatow movies. Appetite for Apatow. Right. Uh, Apatow, Appetite. Appetite for Apatow. Uh, apples, Apples, Apples Fight. Uh, so I got Apatow, Appetite, Apples right. Fight, Pure Delight. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and that's our time. Just to piece it all together, it's back to back rat attack. Got an appetite for Apatow, Apples. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I just want you to know that even if you nailed it, it wouldn't have been good. (laughs) It's like my degree of difficulty was so low, even a perfect (laughs) score wasn't good. (laughs) Acing it was failing. (laughs) Acing it was failing it. Acing it was failing it. Uh, Covalent uh, covalent bonds are... uh, Acing it was failing it, embracing it is nailing it. Oh, that's <laughs> really good. <laughs> so, acing it was failing it, embracing it is nailing it. Yeah. And then one more. But uh, lacing shit is sailing with. <laughs> <laughs> I can do two, I can't do three. <laughs> Still more than you. I really like acing it was failing it, embracing it is nailing it. Lacing shit with sailing wit. With sailing wit. Yeah. Lacing it, uh, let's, let's try to think of something better than lacing it. Okay. It, acing it is failing it, embracing it is nailing it. Uh, racing? No. With racing? Mm. Racing lit? Like literature yeah. about racing. So, so racing lit. <laughs> racing lit. Uh, How about um, what's... Mm. Impaling, impaling, <laughs> impaling tits. I really want to rhyme it with shit. Uh, impaling shit. Yeah, racing lit, impaling shit. Um, acing it is failing it, embracing it is nailing it. Racing lit, impaling shit. 
<laughs> we got it. With the third line was the best. Racing lit is impaling shit. You know that about racing literature. <laughs> Jeff Gordon wrote an autobiography that was 100% impaling everything. <laughs> it was not ghostwritten. It was real. Uh yeah. Oh, I, we had to give him a shout at his sketch group. Justin Gonzalez's sketch group is Sketch Films for Life. I don't know what his videos are like, but his rap is very enjoyable. It's cool. Uh, How about facing. Oh, shit? okay. So nailing it, acing it is nailing it. No, yeah. I, acing, acing it, it is, is failing, failing it. it. Embracing it, it is nailing, nailing it. shit. So facing it is facing it is wailing. Right, wailing, wailing, sh- wailing it. Clits. Wailing clit. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So it's like, is it a whaler's clit? Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. A Hartford whaler's clit. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so it's about the defunct hockey team's vagina. That's why, that's, wh- okay, so <laughs> we really got to move on. But we're on the third verse of this song at this point. <laughs> Not the third verse, just the third rhyme. <laughs> Oh, shit. How do verses work? It would be one... I think, like, if we did enough of those, it'd be one verse. Oh, so, like, a minute of that is a verse. Yeah, yeah. We, but that's not bad. Like, we just started. Right. And it's and it's already pretty good, except yeah. for the third rhyme. <laughs> yeah. So, we have two of the three... How many rhymes in a rap? What if you Google that? Can we talk to Eminem? If you Google that, you can never be a rapper. How many rhymes are in one rap? Hey, uh, Kendrick... Your album's really good, but... Um, How many rhymes do you think you have in we, a rap? Uh, we saw your Google search. <laughs> you were searching how many rhymes in a rap? You searched words, words that rhyme with gun at one point. <laughs> you went to rhymingdictionary.com, Kendrick. Do you think any rapper has ever used a rhyming dictionary? I think you can't resist the urge. <laughs> it feels so good. Um, what if Eminem? He just found his phone and all his entire like his, his entire search history was just rhyming dictionary words. <laughs> it's would a really you lose res- I mean, he's still fast. Yeah, but would you lose respect for him? That's a funny vine. Is a guy going up to Eminem and his his uh, his computer's on rhyming dictionary and he slams it shut really quickly and goes, "Hey, dude, what's up?" And then like they they focus it, they zoom in and they focus and it's that he was on what's it called the rhyme zone or something rhyme zone. Yeah. And it should be for a word that was re- that's really, really easy. <laughs> Gum. He's trying to rhyme with time. <laughs> you know what's a good Kendrick Lamar rhyme? Tell me. Just that we're on the topic of good rhymes. Yeah. That's analogy and metaphor for you. I should win a medal for all the ways I adore you. That is, yeah, that's very your style. Yeah. It's, r- very- it's not like A-A-B-B. It's just like, it's sort of, it's sort of like it's a, a flow, wave. It flows. Yeah. It's a wash. Yeah. Um, we have to start the show. We really, <laughs> it's crazy. This is brought to you by the books. <laughs> you're going rogue. <laughs> and that's not how the show starts. <laughs> you're making, you're making it up. You're making up the order, the ad. Do you think if I just say extra ads, we'll get paid more? Absolutely not. Like, I don't know who's, who is actually sponsoring this episode. Uh, I believe Naturebox, um, Squarespace. Okay. Yeah. So Naturebox and Squarespace. And, if I just, and Sherry's Berries. All right. So if I just started talking about Mott and Bow, <laughs> yeah. would we... Never. No I way. I couldn't invoice them? You could not. No, absolutely not. 
You guys, everybody needs pants. You know. <laughs> okay. You're not. I might listening. just throw in some ads throughout this episode yeah, to try to get me some extra money. <laughs> then you're just gonna send it. Oh, you want the cash yourself? Yeah, I'll email Slugbooks and I'll say, "Hey guys, <laughs> I actually ended up talking about you a bit on the podcast. Can I have money for that?" <laughs> the subject of the email is cash question mark Venmo. Then the MP3 of this episode and timestamps. They said they realized I just said it once as a joke. <laughs> they still pay you fifteen dollars. Dope. That's actually not bad. I've seen a lot worse. Nice. Uh, <laughs> all right. This is if I were you, the only advice podcast on the internet that starts at the eleven minute mark. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. Um, people who are in desperate need of our help for whatever reason will email us at if I were you show at gmail dot com. And this is the show where we offer that advice. Sometimes it's just me and Jake. And sometimes we have a special guest. Kobe Bryant, get over here. Kobe, take the third. That's him dribbling the ball. All right. He doesn't want to talk. He He just wagged his finger at me and he smiled. It's because he had that shoulder surgery. Yep. Yeah, he's resting. One day we'll get him to to speak. Um, All right. We need... A guy's name for this first email. Real emails from real people. Gonna give them fake names to preserve their anonymity. Um, Saul. Saul writes, Hi guys, I'm from Australia, and about a week ago I was invited to a school formal by a pretty girl. Without knowing what a formal even is, I said yes. By the time I looked it up, I was sadly too late. I've already paid the $250 and was registered. Then she invited me to a party slash sleepover. Being too shy and nervous, I said yes again. Little did I know it was with her 12 hot friends and their hot dates. And later, after some more investigating, I found out you have to buy a girl a corsage. What the fuck is a corsage? And then after some more investigating, I found out a lot of alcohol is going to be present at the after party. I haven't been near a girl since I was 13, let alone going to a formal in a fucking limousine and staying in a house full of half-naked drunk girls. Here are my questions. How do I get past this situation? What's a corsage? How do I slow dance? Should I bring a toothbrush or is that uncool? Thanks, guys. P.S. They're from a different school and a year older than me. What's the problem? (laughs) The problem is this guy does his investigating a little too late in the game, always. <laughs> he's just saying yes to shit, and then he's like, I actually investigated, and a formal is a dance. And then I investigated more. I think and he's I doing to... some unnecessary, like, he should have just learned this. There's no reason that you should investigate what a formal is. I don't even think you should investigate what a corsage is. Yeah, well, it's not Also, really... like, if he investigated to the point that... I need a corsage. That's when he stopped the investigation and just asked us. He still doesn't know. I think he's kind of a lazy investigator. <laughs> he's a lazy eye. <laughs> um, should, we, should we try to answer these questions one by one? I just want to lambast him a little bit more. Uh, all right. You're upset because the girls are going to be hot? Yeah. That's a problem. How do I get past this? Yeah. How do I get... By the way, he spelled how do I get P-A-S-S this situation. 
Um, How do I get past this? this? So let's make fun of his grammar a little bit. And we, he mentioned they were half naked. Why? For what reason? <laughs> in in what point in, in his investigation did he find out that they would just be half naked? I think when he was just uh, daydreaming about this party. Right. I think one of his problems is this, this situation has gotten the best of him. It's yeah. definitely gotten away from him. <laughs> He's in his head. Yeah. And in his head is 12 na- half-naked girls. His investigating is abruptly stopped and his imagining has taken over. What is half-naked, by the way? Like, is a bikini more than half-naked or is that half-naked? Or do you have to be topless for it to be half-naked? I feel like when I imagine half-naked, it's like... Topless. Um, I don't know. I, well, my, the first thing I thought of was girl in a t-shirt or a tank top, no bra, and underwear. Oh, so like, like pants off, underwear, tank top, no bra, <laughs> like the sexiest pajamas you can imagine. Oh, so you're still not seeing boobies or vajay? No, it's oh. all left to the imagination. So isn't that entire? Oh, so it's not. So, oh, okay. Because I was thinking like it's not entirely closed. Because if you if you had a wife and she was parading around in a tank, tank top, top and underwear, no bra. <laughs> Um, with a bunch of dudes, I think you would say you're half, half naked. Because this is what I was thinking about, half naked. Starting from the bottom up. Now we're here. Yeah. Ugg boots, skinny jeans, and that's it. So you're thinking like the literal version. Yeah, the halfway point. Half of the hemisphere clothes. of her body. Right. The top half is completely nude. The I bottom think half when you say half clothed. naked, it's like it means scantily clad, like close to being fully nude. Yeah. So it's like, Things removed from the top and things removed from the bottom. <laughs> yeah. But you're not actually like, naked no part of you is nude. Like in your scenario, the chest is nude. Yeah. So you wouldn't half. say half naked. You would say fully ch- nude from the waist up. <laughs> that's half naked to me. But that's what my definition of, of the sexiest a girl can be. Ugg boots? Yeah. Pants. No, nothing above The that. hottest a girl could be is, is wearing Ugg, pants and that's, boots. That's right. Pants and boots. Half naked is almost sexier than naked. Yeah, but I would rather have bottomless than topless. Oh, really? For sure. So you'd rather have turtleneck, spaceman helmet, and then everything below the waist is just open for biz? Honestly, I was so turned on just by thinking about a girl in no pants and a turtleneck that I <laughs> like almost missed the space helmet joke. I think that's maybe like the hottest a girl could look is wearing a hoodie and nothing else. Really? Yeah. Not even underwear. Yeah, no. Oh, interesting. For whatever reason, when I think of what the sexiest is, I think of pants and no top. It's because you're a boob man. I'm an ass man. I'm an oil man, but I'm also (laughs) a boob man. (laughs) This is my son. Yeah. Uh, All right. So moving on from that. um, A corsage is a flower that you pin onto your date, (laughs) or um, I guess they come in their little wrist corsages. Maybe that's what you... Oh, yeah, corsages around the wrist and a boot in the ears. Oh, you right, okay, pin. yeah, so there's like a little... Um, do you remember buying your first corsage? Flower. That's a weird thing that you have to do, right? As like a 15-year-old, you have to buy a flower wrist right. thing. Which is weird responsibility because it's just like, Mom, you have yeah. to take me to get a corsage. <laughs> right, I have to put, put it on this. I think I remember like junior prom, I called and I ordered it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to like go to the same place you got your tuxedo or something. No, I like it was like a flower. Shop. Oh, right. Uh, what's it called? A florist. A florist. So yeah, I would call and I put it on hold, and then my mom drove me. 
and I went in with her, and we got it's, it. Comes in a little like plastic salad. Yeah, the same, the same the thing they use at salad bars. Yeah, just like okay, now I've got a a live bracelet flower, and I'll drive it to your house and put it on your wrist. And this is all a fine tradition. The agreement is done. Everyone still thinks this is good and normal. And now. Uh, for the ceremonial, our parents paying for the limousine that we all drive in for no reason. Yeah, we can't get drunk, so we're just sort of hanging out in a limousine. Did you get drunk at age fifteen at a formal? Uh, yeah, it's tight. Me too. No, you didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Dick. Wow, I didn't have to press you at all <laughs> to come clean on that. Uh, how do I slow dance? You. Is this the put your hands on a girl's hips and she puts your hands, her hands on your shoulders? Yeah, I think slow dancing. I mean, don't worry about that. <laughs> That's pretty easy and straightforward. And I also don't think they'd play it like, I don't remember there being a lot of slow dances at prom. It's not like four hours of slow dance. It's like mostly regular dancing and hanging out and... That was such a huge... Did you have like a huge like turning point in your life where like parties became like not bowling and arcade, but like dancing and then the slow dancing was a thing and I'm like, holy shit, I have to like ask a girl to slow dance. Like, this is like like really forcing me through puberty at, a, at an age I wasn't comfortable with it yet. Did you have to ask girls to slow dance? I never did because I was like too embarrassed and scared. But like all the cool kids would slow dance at these parties and I was like 12 years old. It was like sixth grade and like all of a sudden people were not having parties at fucking Chuck E. Cheese anymore. They were having like slow dancing parties. Yeah, I had used to throw the slow dancing parties. <laughs> it's so, it was crazy. I'm like, what is going on? At the same time, everyone just instantly decided to have dancing parties. And slow dancing was a thing. And then a guys had to ask a girl to slow dance. I think that was just because we didn't realize... Like, grinding is clearly better. You well, know, like real dancing. That didn't happen until later, did it? I Sixth don't think graders so. are not grinding. I, I don't think I was... This I was the predecessor. Been. But, like, when, I'm, when you're 12, like, touching a girl on the hips... Oh, yeah, when like, you're 12, yeah. So that's, like, the, that's, that's the max. Yeah. It's, like... Everybody just like runs around and jumps to other songs, and then there's a slow dance. Like, yeah. oh fuck, I got to touch someone. Yeah, and like that's exciting, right? Uh, I remember doing that, and I remember like going to bed after parties, just like still wired and still just being like <laughs> still hard, <laughs> just like holy shit, so much happened tonight. I danced with her and her. Oh, and these two danced, and those two danced, and man, it was dancing. So- I mean, I used to love it. Yeah, and I used to be frightened by it. I still love it. Now you love dancing. Yeah, that's true. But I've like, finally gotten over it 20 years later. Can you imagine, like, the way we dance is heavy bass hip-hop, and you're, like, pressing uh, your body into a girl and gyrating. Yeah. Uh, and, like, if all of a sudden that music screeched to a halt and it was just a <laughs> slow song, wouldn't yeah. you be upset? Like, uh, oh, I have to stop grinding my dick into you. Now I have to just, like... Take a step back and slowly sway side to side and spin in a circle. That'd be amazing. They just start playing Red, Red Wine. Red, Red (laughs) Wine. Red, Red Wine. Um, I think I'd like it if Casey and JoJo's All My Life played at the next uh, bar that we danced at. That would be fun. Yeah. That's like a fun theme for a dance party. It's like sixth grade dance party. Slow dance. Yeah. That's a cool name for a band. Slow dance. I feel like somebody has a 
band called that actually slow dance maybe so just an idea uh and then last and certainly oh, wait, we not didn't tell least, them how to slow dance oh just see what the other people are doing i don't yeah, know how people watch, are doing it it doesn't Australia. matter yeah. just put your hands around their waist they'll put your theirs on your shoulder and you just side to side spin in a circle let try, her lead yeah try not to get motion sick you're and fine then the last step the last real question is should i bring a toothbrush you should be worried about <laughs> like the fact that you don't know the entire group of people. <laughs> don't worry about how to slow dance and what a court like I'm cool with you being stressed out about this. Yeah. Having anxiety is good. But you are being dumb. <laughs> you're scared. And you're me. worried about like uh sure, do or don't bring a toothbrush. <laughs> That's all everything's gonna work out. I guess do. <laughs> yeah. Is it cool? Is it uncool to bring a toothbrush? If you're bringing a bag in general, which I guess you probably would because you don't want to be sitting in your tuxedo all night through the yeah. after party and stuff, so maybe you'll bring Pack pajamas. Toothbrush, yeah. Pack the toothbrush in the bag. <laughs> and if an opportunity arises to brush your teeth, that's fine. And if not, your toothbrush will just stay in the bag. I wouldn't just go into the party. <laughs> Waving the toothbrush around and saying, does anyone have any paste? I want to partake in the fun and games, but first I, I, need, to, I need to paste my teeth. I'm paceless. <laughs> I'm paceless, tasteless, deaf and dumb. Y'all are half naked, huh? <laughs> Not me. I'm fully clothed. Turtleneck up, boots down. This, I remember being like, every... I went to, my senior year, I went to maybe like seven or eight proms. How? Because I had a lot of friends at different schools, and I was like, some people's backup dates in case they didn't get asked. <laughs> like, just friends of mine that like went to all-girls schools or something. So you, went, you rented eight tuxedos? I think I actually ended up that year buying a tuxedo. Yeah. Because it was ultimately cheaper. Of course. Uh, of if, corsage. But the, there were a lot of like, it was sometimes really fun and then sometimes a little stressful because if you don't know anybody's friend group, yeah. like if I went to prom with somebody who was like, we'll call it promenade. We don't have to be so like sorry, abbreviating yeah, right. it. Um, if I went to promenade with someone, <laughs> if I promenaded and they, like, with, and they had their own group of friends and they were like ignoring me or even for a little bit, <laughs> even if, even if 30 seconds went by and nobody asked me a question, I, I would kind of, would I would honestly, I would start brushing my teeth in the middle of the dance floor. I didn't know what else to do. I don't know how else to get their attention. They're promenading. My teeth are fucking dirty as hell. So my advice to you is as early on as you can start making some friends because inevitably your girlfriend's going to want to spend some time with her friend or your, this, this lady's might. Uh, go away from you and you don't want to be like some weird oddball not talking to anybody yeah so find some like dude friends as soon as you can that's my advice that you didn't ask for but all of your questions were dumb <laughs> would you say embracing it is nailing it actually i would and i would <laughs> say that acing it is failing it wow but if if you're not facing it yeah then you've just bailed on it. Oh, uh, that's good. Bailing it. But like, <laughs> I don't know how to do it.
<laughs> well, we're getting closer. Yeah. Uh, all right. We answer. This is like a, an epic question. Multi-parter for sure. Right. So it took us right to the break. So let's thank a few more ad sponsors. Some real ones, not the ones that you just make up, hopefully. Thank you, Slugbooks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank, th- th- thank you, 20 yeah. Jeans. <laughs> oh, wow. Old school. Old Love school. it. Uh, all right. We'll be right back on the other side of this break. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, mm-hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never mm-hmm. complain or talk about yes. it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and a masquerade. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, f- you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, mm-hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, mm-hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. Welcome back. Welcome back. back. Harlem's back. back. I know you love that. What were you saying about a terrible prom event? 
that oh, avenue. Yeah, I before one of the proms that I went to, I was uh, shaving with like a, a real razor, and I nicked my <laughs> like the top, like right where my mustache meets my lip. Uh-huh. And I don't know if the, I don't know what the fuck, but it didn't stop bleeding for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> You're a hemophiliac that night. I was like, it would not stop bleeding, and for whatever reason, your blood would just not coagulate. No, yeah, it would not. <laughs> and my date for that prom was so mad because, like, we were taking pictures. It, w- I didn't really know any of these people. There were like literally, th- like at least thirty <laughs> couples, just like so many people, and. We took pictures at like two different locations. That was another huge, like even bigger than prom was just all the pictures you had to take. Yeah, a lot of photos. And I was just like, I had a blood-soaked paper towel just like in between every picture, just like trying to dab it off to the point where you're like, it wouldn't show up in these photos. But it, What happened to those photos? Never again do you ever see any I of them. I never saw one of them, but I'm sure I was bleeding in them. And like at the <laughs> at the part where like eating the free dinner or not free dinner, you guess you pay for it, just eating dinner at, at the prom venue was still bleeding. <laughs> never stopped. You're still bleeding. I'm still bleeding to this day. Yeah, it's crazy. It is. It's nuts. I think it's illegal. It, yeah. It's it's <laughs> I'm breaking the law <laughs> by how, having a cut. How bloody you are. Um, what else? Uh, we shot our last Jake and Amir episode ever on Friday. Yeah, that so, was cool. And then, all right, let's get to the next question. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> zero time, zero emotional effect. Um, has it hit you that we're never going to shoot another Jake and Amir episode ever? Uh, not presently. It hit me a couple times during the shoot. Yeah, throughout the week, I would have like moments of like, holy shit, you know? But right now, I don't feel anything. Right, because we're not missing it yet. Yeah. And we, like, I'm oh, we shot eight about... episodes, and then we just take a few weeks off, and then soon we'll be able to write more. But we're and just never going to write and more. And there's work to be done still. Like, right. I'm thinking about how they'll look and editing them and posting them and all that stuff. And how they'll turn out. Yeah. So I'm still thinking about the Jake and Amir work. Right. But I guess when that's gone, I don't know, then it might be too late and it won't hit me. Maybe it'll never hit me. That's the ideal. That's when you're like, when you break up with someone, you're like, yeah, maybe we'll stay friends. It's like, that way I don't have to deal with a loss, the extreme loss. And then you just don't become friends. Yeah, and then you think back later on, you're like, oh, everything's good. (laughs) But if you knew then when you broke up, it's like, oh, we will never see each other. Yeah, can we stay friends? Probably not. I think we'll be out of each other's <laughs> lives. Well, I'm sure I'll still get to like talk to your parents from time to time. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I I do. I've like gotten close with your family, so I want to keep that yeah. tie. And they're like, no, I'll never look, again. Of course. I wonder in the world of psychology if that's like a, a, a understood and defined coping mechanism that people do. It must be where it's like you do, you say like oh don't worry we'll do this soon maybe yeah it's and like it saying, softens the blow I'll be right back or I'll see you soon <laughs> instead of goodbye forever <laughs> right like no 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 we're, I'm still gonna see you soon don't worry yeah let's hang out let's keep in touch is that how you feel about Jake and Amir? Uh yeah I I was like oh it's well, well I'm not done yet because I'm gonna have to edit it and then it's like when it's on when I'm editing I'm like oh it's not done yet I still have to post it online so maybe like when we post the last episode. Right. 
but it seems like all the all the fanfare of like the last shot and saying that's a wrap and yeah it was cool because the last thing we shot is the last part of the last episode yeah that so, was very thoughtful of our producer. Yeah. I don't know if it worked out like that on purpose or... Shout out to Jillian Jesk. Shout out to Jillian Jesk. But that was really nice. And our coping mechanism is the hashtag Greenlight Jake and Amir campaign, which oh, is like, yeah. oh, we still might have a TV show. So We're, we can't say goodbye forever yet. Yeah, Jake and Amir's on life support, but it's not dead. Yeah, exactly. Tweet's still coming in. We we still appreciate it. I don't know if TBS is seeing any of it. Well, they... they Recently stopped responding to the tweets that were coming in. Just kidding. They never responded to one <laughs> to begin with. You know what I wanted to do is, uh, the, do you know the YouTube personality, I Justine? Yes. So she follows us on Twitter and she tweeted something and uh, TBS responded to her just like out of the blue. She was like, does anyone have a playlist for something? And then TBS responded, oh, like, does anyone have a happy playlist for songs or something like that? And TBS responded to her and just out of the blue, because like, she's like this huge YouTube personality and said, made some joke like, no, but we have a sad playlist or something to that effect. Right. And then I thought it would be great if she responded, to all that. right, now that I have your attention, hashtag green light Jake Namir. So maybe that's the way to get into TBS. So right. like, we, we don't, like the cold tweets are coming in at a great rate. We've gotten probably close to 10,000 of those. If we can get someone that they now follow. We're, now we're asking for people to just <laughs> troll them. No, not troll. I need people who TBS already is responding to. Right. So they're like, hey. Like, uh, hey, uh, great. F- oh, back-to-back family guys. I love it. Thanks, TBS. And then they respond. And then it's like, TBS says like, oh, glad you love it. And then you respond to that. It's almost like gotcha journalism. <laughs> the problem is I was too, I, like, I didn't want, I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to like ask this, I Justine lady for a favor. Right. Though she does in theory know who we are because she follows us on Twitter. Yeah. Maybe we should ask her. Also, <laughs> also just us tweeting at TBS, which I know we've like technically done. We've retweeted. We, like, retweeted people. Yeah. And we've but I wonder like, Next step could just be us tweeting like, hey, at TBS, very funny. <laughs> Wondering if you saw. You this, know what it uh, is? Even if they, they are seeing it and they are discussing it, like they can't possibly tweet anything about it. Right. Like what can you do? Like, hey, we're still making it like this social media hey. manager is not in charge of making the decision. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Riley is still reviewing <laughs> scripts, I think. I'm an intern. <laughs> Stop tweeting at me. You're inundating my feed. But at the very least, people at TBS are aware of how loyal and passionate and awesome our fans are. Yeah. So we do appreciate it nonetheless. That's really sweet. Regardless yes. of what happens, we are very flattered. Yeah. I'm actually honored. I, would, like, I was thinking recently, like, I wonder if anything will come of it. And then I realized that like, this, is the, this is like the best thing. This, this is the result. This is it. This, yeah. is like, this is what came of it. It's great. Yeah, so it's we, already happened. It's already good. We already feel great, regardless yeah. of what happens. We won. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even want a TV show anymore. Well, if it happens, that'll be an even bigger bonus. Honestly, I think it'd be kind of cool if it didn't. <laughs> so you know, it's if, like the end of the movie where like the guy, you know, like the shot fl- floats up. You, uh-huh. you know, basketball. <laughs> And oh, it's that's how little you know. The shot floats up. Right. Yeah, yeah. So the ball, the spherical ball yeah. is <laughs> hitting orb. the metal. The orange orb. And and 
it doesn't go in. It bounces off, and you think, oh, no, they lost. But then you realize, no, they've come so far. And they've that's, got so much support. Yeah, the, the that's, journey that's was the story. The, yeah, the ends, the ends aren't more important than the means. Yeah. The destination was not important. It was right. the journey. The journey. Life's about the journey, not the destination. That's what I say. So we're winning the destination. I think so. Um, but fuck, it would be so cool to have a show. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> At the same time, I want to be on TV. I just want to be on TV and let loose. But I can't. And yet it's cool if Tom Green humps a dead moose. My bum is on your lips. My <laughs> bum is on your lips. And if you're lucky, I might just give it a little kiss. And that's the message we deliver to little kids. Do you want to answer one last question before we run out of time completely? What a ridiculous show. We only answered one question. I know, but it was so in-depth. And we, and we wrote a, ha, a half of a verse of a rap, which took up a bunch of time as well. Yeah. Um, let me try to find a good one for the last one. Oh, here we go. I need a guy's name. Another confused gentleman. Mike. Mike writes, So I downloaded Tinder about two weeks ago based on your suggestion. I swipe every day for half an hour, if not more. My problem is that so far I've had a grand total of seven matches. One was a bot, and two were immediately unmatched, and the other four haven't responded to a single one of my message. I even liked one of their moments. Should I give up? I originally downloaded this app to boost my self-esteem, and it's not working. I need Jake's expert Tinder opinion. Tinder's not for everybody, bud. You must be an uggo, a fuggo, or a lame loser. So I do advise you delete the app. Trade in your iPhone for a Crackberry. Uh-huh. <laughs> what did <are> that do? <laughs> Why downgrade? Why change the phone? I think you need a Crackberry. I really do think you need a Crackberry of yourself. <laughs> um, I'm a Crackberry of myself. <laughs> See, that's a joke we can never use in a video now. Right. Yeah. I think that, oh, I, that happened when we were shooting. Like, you were doing some other bit. And I was like, ha, we should do this in an episode. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, shit. Never another episode. Uh, Here's my suggestion for this guy. Yeah. Uh, Shuffle your pictures. Change it up. I've had more success with some pictures than others. Yeah. And I've gone through two weeks where I've matched with seven people, even less. So for sure, change up your pictures. Find a girlfriend of yours and ask her to choose. That's Mm. always pretty helpful. Lady friends know what pictures are most attractive. Like half hour every day in my prime i would swipe for close to three hours all right all the time in my heyday every waking moment if you're <laughs> if your phone isn't swiping so if you're not swiping so often that you're getting legit glass shards in your finger <laughs> like a what like a splinter i'm talking about your screen should be splintering into your fingers that's how hard you need to be swiping <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think the the hardness of his swipe isn't? I enough? just mean like wearing it down. The frequency, yeah. Don't like a tr- like a your your the track on your phone. Yeah. I want you like <laughs> into the goddamn circuit boards. That's yeah. how much you need to be swiping. <laughs> the friction should create heat that'll melt the glass. Yeah, so much so that your finger is starting to penetrate the phone itself. Do not stop. Do not <laughs> slow down. Keep on swiping. Keep on swiping. Do not pass go. Yeah. Can I recommend 
Uh, one, I recommended taking pictures, switching up the photos, because that makes a huge difference. Two, can I recommend a different app? Yes. There's, an, uh, there's another app called Hinge, which Hinge. gives you people that uh, are already in your friend network. Uh, it limits to how much you can swipe per day, but it's at least it, it's a higher quality, I feel like, in terms of the richness of the people presented to you. It's not complete strangers. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. friends of friends. So maybe we can give Hinge a little. We've we've shouted Tinder out for, you know, close to two years now. I think we can start uh, promoting some of their uh, competition. Yeah, because that's how apps get better. But also, like it's it's not like you would delete Tinder to download Hinge. You no. just you should just like if you're single, I think people should just have all these. Yeah, I was Tinder, thinking about that. Hinge, okay, Cupid, the league. <laughs> There's this new app I found uh, called The League where it's like Tinder, but you have to be accepted into it because it yeah. like only accepts quote-unquote high-quality applicants. Ivy League Tinder. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, maybe I would get into The League. So I downloaded it, and it asked for your LinkedIn page as yeah. a reference. How dare they? You're so successful that you don't need a LinkedIn. <laughs> I want you to be my friend on LinkedIn. You should write them. And just be like, hey, I don't have a LinkedIn, but I'm a famous comedian. <laughs> I ain't got a LinkedIn. I got a Wikipedia page. Hello? Bitch, hello? hello? <laughs> Dial tone. That could be a great episode of Jake and Amir that we'll never read. It's me desperately trying to get into the league. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the name so much. It's so <laughs> pompous and snobby. Um you haven't been accepted to the league. Uh, I'm sorry. Your you, LinkedIn profile has been cool enough. Because you want a Tinder date, and she's talking like, yeah, no, I've been trying online dating for a while. I have Tinder, Hinge, the league. You're in the league. Um, yeah. Give me your phone. <laughs> you get one invite. Let go of this. <laughs> the league. Coward ass. Uh, I was saying earlier that I was thinking like, it's it makes sense to just cast a wide net uh like just have these things running in the background of your life right but at which point is it either sad or counterproductive like would you recommend me getting all those apps i guess it's only i mean yeah and then i wouldn't recommend you like constantly using all of them but like I would recommend you getting them and seeing which ones you like. Like, do you use Hinge? Uh, yeah, I use Hinge. Is has it been successful? Have you met up with anybody from it? No. Tinder, you use. Mm-hmm. And that's a little more successful. Yeah. Okay, Cupid, you said you dislike entirely. Yeah, I use it the least. Um, and you wish you could eat on the league. What yeah. about J Swipe? <laughs> that's another one. What do you? Th- what are your thoughts on J Swipe? I would probably download it just to see what's Gucci. <laughs> Just to see what's what. I guess my biggest fear is someone looking at my phone and seeing that I have nine hooking up apps. Yeah, no, but like, no yeah, I'm gonna... in the league. Hit. It's like that thing we did. I'm in Grinder, Tinder, oh, yeah. J Swipe, J League. Okay, Cupid. Okay, stupid. You porn. <laughs> J U porn. I'm in J the League. <laughs> just, just nine girls my mom tries to set me up with. Uh, you don't think it's a little bit shameful to be like, 
I would, I would think I'd have to start getting rid of some before I add more. I would, I guess, like, I don't think it's shameful for sure. If, if anything, I would maybe just like, cause I wouldn't want all of those like alerts coming into my phone if I didn't use certain apps and if I wasn't having any fun with them, I would delete them. Right. But I don't think there's anything wrong with like casting a wide net, especially if you're trying to break into the dating scene. And it sounds like he is any, this dude hasn't had any success with Tinder. So maybe it's just like, you're not the kind of guy that can convey all the great things there are about you in a single yeah. like, image. Maybe you need a, a profile where people can realize that they're compatible with you. Right. So try one of these other sites or apps or whatevers. Yeah. Uh, try one of the other whatevers, but don't, don't stop swiping. Mm-hmm. Would you say keep calm and swipe on? That's our time. <laughs> You do have that poster above your bed. Keep calm and swipe on. So, is that a Tinder slogan? I think yeah. Like if you like look at their like thing or like their, uh, I was on their Twitter page once, and it's just like people being like, "Hey, I haven't matched with anyone. Hey, I'm complaining about this." They're always like, "Keep calm and swipe on." So funny. <laughs> Remember when I lost all my Tinder matches and I like almost had to like I felt bad, but I had to complain to Tinder. And did I'm they like, get restore your matches? No. They all went away. Really? One day, I just lost them all. What happened? I don't know. For whatever reason, my account was deleted. But I was like, I emailed them once. like, yeah, try logging out and logging back in. I'm like, how far down the angry person rabbit hole will it? Like, do I reply now and be like, no, I'm serious. I really, <laughs> really don't that? have my matches. The man who, taught, who fought Tinder and lost. I sued Tinder for my matches, and they were and they won. And you spent a lot of money on legal fees. <laughs> Good thing I'm in the league. Uh, all right, that's our time. Thanks to everybody that's written in. We'll get to more questions next time. If you have your own question or your own theme song submission, like Justin Gonzalez, uh, or the closing theme song by Simi Apti. Uh, Send those theme song submissions as well to if I were you show at gmail.com. We also need your thumbnail submissions. A lot of good art coming in. Ideally 600 by 315, but we'll take what we can get. Keep those coming as well. Uh, oh, I wanted to thank some people who wrote uh, who tweeted. We're going to try to keep thanking people that have hashtag greenlight Jake Namir tweeted. Oh. Uh, so thank you to. Uh, your mom. Oh, my mother. Yeah, she's yeah. been tweeting a lot. Actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael or Mitchell Cermak, uh, Andrew Urin zero zero, and the Blue Media ha- at the Blue Media, which is almost should be my my Twitter name. Blue Media. Yeah, because <laughs> it's sort of my last name. Oh yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Uh, so thanks for tweeting. Keep the tweets coming. We really appreciate it. And uh, I bet TBS, yeah, TBS is going to crack. They're going to have to, like yeah. the walls of Jericho. Enough gonna... tweets, and we definitely yeah. get the show. <laughs> That's a, it's definitely Twitter based. We we know that for a fact. Uh, no bonus Thursday episode for the first time in several weeks. So we'll be back on Monday. See you guys soon. Adios. Tell me something I need to hear on if I were you, but Jake and Hashtag nope They'll take it and they'll Make it hashtag dope And if you
everybody, it's Vinny Guadagnino. You remember me from the Jersey Shore. Well, I've got a new podcast. It's called Get Into It with Vinny G. That's exactly what we're doing. We're getting into it with my celebrity friends, with you guys. We're getting into pop culture. We're going to talk sports, politics, food, comedy, dating, relationships. It's the Jack of All Trades, Master of None podcast, just like me. It's fun, it's silly, and you should definitely get into it. So download Get Into It with Vinny G now at iTunes and at podcast1.com.